0: You guys are listening to the Lemon Pepper Game. So uh, sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy. And just remember you are entitled to our opinions.
1: It has certainly been a while. Um, we were thinking there'd be a break between the two seasons, but i I guess not. But, um, some big stories in the weeks that we've been gone. Um, one is the Derek Chauvin trial, of course, um, going to be debunking some of those myths and even have some conservatives all up in their feelings about it that are, you know, just trying to virtue signal. And they're also the same ones that said that this there is no fraud in the election. And if you want to be completely honest, they're not really someone who likes to believe facts and they react base they 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 have that reactionary um trait about them and they believe whatever the media is feeding them. Oh, so I was I about uh, to say that. They so, love the media. And they don't actually look at the actual facts. So uh, we're gonna get into some of that here. Um uh, sources are listed. Uh one is Louder with Crowder and um, several others that will be in here as well. Um, So, major new piece of evidence uncovered during the Derek Chauvin trial. One that the mainstream media, again, refused to cover because it busts their narrative. And um, one of them is that it was actually, the knee was on the shoulder. Um, So, that's one... And the, uh, of course, alternative camera angles and, uh, body cameras are now showing that. So one of them, uh, notes to make here is Don Lemon couldn't control his emotions when talking about the Chauvin trial on CNN, uh, like we just mentioned, alternative camera angle shows Chauvin's knee was on Floyd's shoulder blade source, ABC news Uh, again, calling out hypocrites, proving that they're hypocrites, basically. Uh, the media has refused to cover this and instead home, honed in on the Minneapolis police chief claiming Chauvin broke protocol. CBS, NBC, Time, Huffington Post. Even the prosecutors changed their rhetoric to neck or back. Interesting. A reminder, this was part of the Minneapolis Police Department's training. The prosecution claimed that the kneeling was transitionary force and shouldn't have been used for too long. ABC News. During cross-examination, the defense asked Police Lieutenant John Mersel an excellent question regarding how bystanders in a crowd were acting and how, are acting, and how it would affect an officer's behavior, ABC News, Floyd was resisting arrest, of course, and kicked a cop, typical overdose level for fentanyl is 3.1 NG over milligram, and Floyd's was 11 NG slash ML, and Dr. Langenfeld, The doctor who declared Floyd dead testified a combination of meth and fentanyl could cause hypoxia, asphyxia, and also Dr. Langenfeld said that his original original leading theories as to the cause of hypoxia was excited delirium, which is something that was mentioned before when this all went down, which can be caused by high amounts of drugs, but his final ...conclusion based on the report ruled this out. Um, but yeah, and, and and you also have some of these people getting on social media and saying, Well, even if it was he was hired drugs, he still killed them. Look at the facts when they're presented. Don't get in your feelings about it. It's not that hard to do. I really don't understand why, even to this point, when you have all the facts in front of you, you still choose to, um, create this false narrative. I think it's easier to blame someone for what happened than well, what it's, really happened. Well, not even that. It's just the fact that, you know, you have people that, now that there's alternative angles, and every, every day I see them back on social media saying, oh, well, he, uh, he killed him, so I don't care who you are. He killed them. Okay, well, you can't just say that. You're going to have to go back and actually analyze it and not just make assumptions. that would be too easy. That's, you know.
0: That makes perfect
1: sense. Yeah, there's your, that makes perfect sense uh, Sound bite for this week. Um, a lot of these so-called conservatives, well, and, and honestly, libertarian is probably one of the worst um, sectors of this quote-unquote three-party system. If you want, you want to call it that, because they're so wishy-washy. One day, whatever the whichever way the wind blows, a libertarian will believe whatever that is, whatever narrative is being spewed. Libertarians have a tendency to jump on that, versus actually discerning something for themselves. So if it looks good one day to appease the the left, then they do it. If one day it 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 it's for the conservatives, well, yeah, we'll hop on that bandwagon, but. Um, if the wind blows North, they go North wind blows South, they go South. Um, it's one of them things. And especially with this trial and, you know, of course the, um, quote unquote insurrection at the Capitol, um, that was one thing that the, these, uh, libertarians, um, seem to be pretty good at. And also you have a few that are, you know, back and forth on masks as well. I have seen that where, um, One libertarian uh, in particular was against masks. Then he was um, very pro-mask, said it's not a big deal. And now he posted something today saying something along the lines of um, they don't have a problem with the mask, they have a problem with you and your disobedience and the fact that you want to be a shining light in the darkness. So it's like, okay, so now today's narrative is I want to... Live my life free. And then when someone else comes along and says, Oh, no, here's reasons why I think the mask works. Okay, masks, mask, mask up. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's like, just figure out what you want to believe instead of just believing whichever way it swings.
0: It goes back to what we always say. Don't live in fear.
1: Well, don't live in fear. And also, um, don't let anyone else tell you what to believe. Um, and, of course, our our play on words is you're entitled to our opinions, but, um, the libertarians need to be entitled to their, um, you know, own beliefs and their morals, and it seems like they're always, um, uh, contradicting their, their belief system based on which, whichever way someone wants to tell them, and they, um, contradict that belief system, but, um, there's one that, uh, really, um, was making some waves a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Um, But uh, that little Nas X guy um, and his satanic music video and his Satan shoes um, preying on, you know, children, first and foremost, uh, being an influencer of pop culture. Um, The discussion around the new song and video from little Nas X um, and all these rappers and Everyone these days in pop culture, or especially music, the music industry is complete garbage, and I'll be the first one to come out and say that. Formerly being part of the music industry, and I want nothing to do with such a terrible, just disgusting industry that it is. Um, everyone's lil, lil something, little, lil, lil, nah, six, lil, lil, little, little, uh, little, uh, little, uh, little guy.
2: It all sort of like little John.
1: Yeah, little, uh, little Wayne, little John. Lee, Lee, Lee. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like yeah, <laughs> That's perfect to describe. But it's like okay, I'll I'll let them two guys because they're the original OGs. But yeah. to, to but, use their term, the original OG. But it's um. No, the original OG was a Vanilla Ice. Little Trey, little little songs, little little this, little that. It's like shut up. Come up with your own name, you freaking idiots!
2: Don't don't be a don't basically be a off of somebody else. Hmm.
1: Did someone say libertarians? <laughs> Anyways, um, the video around the rapper sliding down a down to interesting. He basically he got it right. Basically, you keep doing what he's doing, and this is where you're going to end up. But featuring the rapper sliding down to hell on a stripper pole and giving a lap dance to Satan has mostly focused on allegedly shocking nature of the content, but there is nothing new about a musical artist using the term loosely because he's not really a musical artist. He's, you know, garbage resorting to satanic imagery in order to generate publicity and controversy. Guys like Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie were doing it in the nineties. Metal bands were doing it before them. Ozzy Osbourne was, Decapitating bats with his teeth on stage two decades before Little Moss X was born. And then I, you know, it's interesting. I, I found out about that when I was in sixth grade about the Ozzy Osbourne thing. I couldn't believe it. And then when seeing the video, I was blown away.
2: He, he actually thought it was a rubber bat, though, which didn't help. Yeah. Sure. He's he's pretty gone. I mean, to be fair, though, he, he's <laughs> hey, pretty he, gone. He, he's, he's gone. He's uh, mentally, he, mentally brain dead. He has no. Brain cells. I'm, I'm surprised he's
0: still alive, honestly. <laughs> it's I'm nothing. Should... Surprised he's yeah. still alive. I remember watching uh, Watch Mojo on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And uh, he they did a top 10 celebrities that they are surprised are still living from after on doing the drugs. And he was like number two, number three on their list. Oh, I, I
2: believe it. I believe it.
1: See, now Ozzy would do nothing to compromise his belief system. No. Wait. Yeah.
2: He he doesn't even care anymore yeah. at this point. He, he doesn't care. He, no know, moral
1: principle, doesn't... no moral principle or statutes for that man. No. Um, but there's reason to object to this sort of material. Um, well, benign uh, about the less aberrant, but the fact that all this stuff has been done before doesn't make it any less, you know, sensical. I guess you could say, but uh, no surprise anyone was shocked. We also missed the point if we are focused on the content itself, as it existed in a vacuum. If Little Nas X is blazing any new trails, it's only because he is the first person to go down this route less than a year after performing with Elmo on Sesame Street with his first hit, Old Town Road. A song that is so bad it makes you... Long for traditional country stylings of Luke Bryan. Um,
2: I, thought, I, thought, I thought Luke Bryan. I thought it's Bryan.
1: Kermit. It's it's funny they mentioned Sesame Street because honest, honest to God, I always thought Luke Bryan was Kermit. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> he he sounds just like Kermit the Frog. And
2: he looks like Butthead.
1: M O V E. I love it when you love it when you smack my sheets, crypto crap my hands. Yeah, he does look like Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> Butthead with a Kermit voice, Luke Bryan. So, uh, Luke... I don't know What would
0: that sound like?
1: Butthead with a Kermit voice. <laughs> That's Luke Bryan, all right. Oh, oh God, I'm dying.
2: Yeah, I want to get you home tonight. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty you can you can wreck my plans anytime. There's plenty of guys out there that'll let women
1: walk all over them, and I'm sure as the hell one of them. <laughs> well, I'm dying. Anyways. I'm dying. <laughs> Lil Nas X gained a large audience from very young children. Well, oh, here we go. Oh, God. This oh, was no wow. accident. The rapper and his handlers made a decision to cultivate this fan base with appearances on children's television shows, performances at elementary schools, and even the release of a children's book. In an interview with The View less than three months ago, he explicitly attributed his success to children. An headline on NPR's website also from a few months ago reports Little Nosex says children are his core audience right now, and that's okay. While responding to the backlash on Twitter, the artist said that he had nine months to playing this rollout, bragging y'all ain't gonna win. The boast confirms that because anything he says is pretty much can't understand it. Um, no, the hood talk. This boast confirms that he and his record label are very intentionally building his kindergarten fan base while planning this move into a demonic and pornographic territory. Marilyn Manson wasn't doing sing alongs with Elmo or appearing on The View talking about his children's books for three months before the antichrist superstar came out and you know you got a lot of people saying he was a contributor behind columbine which um if people look further into it is actually a band romstein and granted marilyn manson probably didn't help matters there but the fact remains and uh we'll, we'll do a special uh episode um later this month on Columbine just in a few weeks on some of the, the false narratives that surround that I know a couple people actually in uh, Littleton Colorado that are close to the uh, source and do some documentaries on it so um, doesn't I don't think we'll have them on um, but they brought up the Marilyn Manson that's what kind of reminded me of some of the Columbine ties and stuff of that nature uh, the record industry along with Hollywood has all, has had designs on your children, and they're going to sit there, and this is, you know, of course, when that Out of the Shadows documentary that we will have to um, be like we did back in school and get together and watch that for educational purposes, um, they'll say it's a uh, stuntman conspiracy theorists. It's that Hollywood's not satanic and demonic. What are you thinking? These guys are just conspiracy theorists. Hollywood's never going to make a movie that's evil. You guys are just buying into a bunch of crap. But to tie in with that, the record industry along with Hollywood is designs uh, for children. Of course, Disney is no stranger to that. And what makes us not able is how blatant it is and how young their targets are. Granted, it's not the fault of Little Nas X or his record label uh, Columbia Records. Which it's interesting that he signed with Columbia. If you're not allowed your five year old to listen to that music on repeat, that doesn't get them off the hook. The fact that you shouldn't be allowed them to prey on your kids doesn't provide any moral justification for doing it. Still it's worth noting that the lyrics to the song that elementary schools invited little Nos X to come perform in person. Here's part of the second verse riding on a tractor lean all in my bladder Cheated on my baby, you can go ask her. My life is a movie, bull riding, and boobies. Interesting. That was not that song. Not only is this the most aggressively stupid assemblage of words that has ever been written in the English language, it's also not exactly family-friendly. I'll take my, my uh, the hotel room. You know, him trying to sing it and makes makes uh, mumble, just like his idol, Joe Biden. Most likely. Um, it's also not exactly family friendly. He is after all singing about driving his tracker while hopped up on cough syrup and alcohol. After cheating on a significant utter. If you let your third grader go around singing the line. My life is a movie bull riding and boobies. A sizable amount of the blame must fall at your own feet. And this again does not excuse the music industry's predators. Who are trying to remake your children in their own image as brain dead degenerates but is providing a valuable learning opportunity this lesson is that the entertainment industry with rare exception is not on your side we noted that earlier it has its own notions of what should be what sort of person your child should be what the gay you know transgender you name it with values they should hold and what they should have what they should speak what they should wear what they should how they should conduct themselves it not only has these plans, but possesses perhaps the most powerful mechanism for enacting them. Art, and even bad art, moves people in ways that no other medium can't. And it's likely that millions of children who are subscribed to the Little Nos X on the YouTube channel are allowed by foolish parents to use YouTube without supervision. Well, pro- and their parents are probably all freaking 90s kids too which is part of that brainwashed generation. If you listen to Billy Graham, he was talking about the rebellion in the youth, and this is like in the 80s. Well, guess who's having the kids now? The people that were probably teenagers, or honestly probably younger than that, because, you know, the age of having kids is like freaking 19 years old now.
2: Um, I actually looked with a guy who had his first kid when he was 14.
1: Oh, yeah, and I, I believe it. It's not uncommon any, especially yeah. anymore. I
2: mean, he's like thirties, like five-ish now.
1: <laughs> his kid's probably like twenty something.
2: Twenty, like twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, his his kid's, his first kid is twenty-three.
1: <laughs> little brother. Oh, that's,
2: uh, uh, that's funny because he actually does have a younger brother too. He's like four, five.
1: What the heck? Which is interesting that um, you know, I, I every time like I'll be, you know, listening and uh all of a sudden I'll hear that freaking uh song pop up from Little Nasexis, you know, whatever it's called. And I'll be and it's always kids cuz they're like, "Yeah, he's cool. Cool dog. Cool." Um, we talked about the foolish parents. YouTube puts parental filters on all kinds of videos, especially ones that contain conservative political opinions. But they didn't put one on this video with a guy saying about performing fellatio on another man's while de- direct gyrating on the devil's lap. This doesn't mean that all these kids will run off and join the satanic temple, but it does mean that they were exposed to deprived ideas, images that they do not understand and can't mentally filter or process, and all they will know is that the message is coming from their favorite singer, the man who wrote that book, fun book, and sang the silly song on Sesame Street, so it all can't be that bad. This is how the grooming process works, and why you have to protect your children. Nobody else will. And that was from the Daily Wire. Um, A lot of, you know, truth behind that. Um, these parents, younger and younger, just kind of buy into whatever, just like their kids do. Uh, And the final headline of the week is Republican governor um, and hopefully 2024 candidate. And honestly, he's my favorite. I'd I'd prefer him over Cruz because, you know, with everything Cruz kind of got wishy-washy with as far as, like, if I had no other options, yeah, I'd vote for Cruz. But with how he handled this election and not even really... Like, he was sticking up for Trump, Trump and then when things kind of hit the fan, he kind of backed away. Like, last minute, he's like, oh man, pressure's getting too hot. I'm going to have to just um, certify the election results. Yeah, to me, that's kind of unforgivable. So, Ron DeSantis, front runner, um, hopefully for 2024, hasn't really mentioned anything too yeah, much up, about it. We're still alive. Then. Yeah, yeah, got a point, especially with the joke of person. Former, vice former vice president Joe Biden supposedly running the country,
0: and if he keeps on insulting uh, Russia,
1: yeah, and if he takes off uh,
0: North Korea,
2: it's all out. Well, then uh,
0: yeah, we're not that one.
1: yeah,
0: we're Um,
1: but our buddy Ron, he's always taken the charge for us. He's been more of a present than. I said that just like Biden, present, because he can't frickin' pronounce syllables, and nor can he or his wife speak Spanish when he virtue signals to the people at the frickin' border. Um, and that's a story for another day, how he's handling that joke of a crisis. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida has taken a hardline stance against the so-called COVID-19 immunity passports, calling them discriminatory for their potential to create vaccine-based class system and has banned them in the Sunshine State. DeSantis on Friday signed an executive order of bans from Floridians having to show their coronavirus immunity status in order to live lives free of harassment and prevent potential discrimination and intrusive questions about persons' private health information. Today, I issued an executive order prohibiting the use of so called COVID 19 vaccine passports, the governor tweeted. The legislature is working on making permanent These protections of Floridians, and I look forward to signing them into law soon. You know, he's kind of got like that Hillary Clinton vibe to him, but, you know, he's got the Trump mix with the Hillary Clinton. It's, it's, he's, man, he's got his own, um, character. So DeSantis shared a link of the executive order which attacks the idea of immunity passports for their potential to erode... The individual liberty of the state citizens and to divide them. In the order, DeSantis argued that requiring the so called 19 vaccine passports for taking part in everyday life, such as attending a sporting event, patronizing a restaurant, or going to a movie theater, would create two classes of citizens. The order adds that prohibiting such documents is necessary to protect the fundamental rights and privacies of Floridians and free flow of commerce within the state. Um, so, and he goes on to, to make more notes of it. Uh, Jen Psaki, the so-called press secretary, uh, jumping in to respond to that and so on and so forth. But, um, yeah, the border crisis, that's going to be one in and of itself. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. And, um, we'll cover more border news next week, um, on headlines and, uh, we'll move on to car talk with Dimitri after this short break. Hello guys.
0: Uh car talk with Dimitri. That's me. Um this on this episode um we're going to talk about uh how uh GM is think for 2023 is thinking about um, making the Chevrolet Silverado pickup truck into an EV electric vehicle,
1: stupid.
0: On which, on one single charge, EPA, it can get up to 400 uh, miles with one charge, and okay. I just think that's freaking stupid. Yeah. I mean, they're ready so. taking the V8 and EcoTech. Well, they still have, yeah. They still have the EcoTech and it's the V6 good. and the several autos, but I don't think they're still using the V8 anymore, which I just find really, really disappointing because that's what makes those trucks really good, really nice with the uh, 5.3, yeah, the 5.3 V8. And um, because with the right kind of exhaust on it they just sound so mean and aggressive it's not even funny like you'll be like what is that coming up the street oh shit that's a uh severado like you'll never expect a good sound coming from a severado and it's gonna be uh sharing a powertrain from the new gmc hummer ev which is just hideous looking by the way uh yeah they are bringing the helmet back but under gmc name Oh, great and i, I remember uh Barry jackson sold one for like four hundred thousand dollars been number one which is super crazy for a uh, ugly thing like that and then obviously ford is going making the F one hundred and fifty electric truck too? I don't know. So way to go, GM, trying to step up their game and try competing against Ford because they want to be the better truck in its class. Yeah, and I also heard. Well, Chevrolet hasn't fully released the full specs of the new EV, the Silverado EV yet. Um, they're just, they're going to wait until the time comes closer to, uh, I guess, bring out the full specs of it. And um, they are also going to stop uh, production of the Camaros. I think they already stopped. No, uh, yeah, stopped they already
1: said they were going to get rid of them. Because
0: they said, like, the third week, they're going to get rid of the Camaros. In April because the Mustang outsold the Camaros in twenty nineteen uh, and twenty twenty.
1: Well, it, and Chevy's putting out their NASCAR.
0: It also April
1: fifteenth. Or May fifth rather, you'd be there. Oh god. Chevy's putting out their NASCAR. Oh great. I'm a, I'm scared. All of them are.
0: But uh the Mustang also outsold the uh Challenger too. Yeah that's, but that's what I, I heard, but, I mean, it, it was probably close, but, I'm like, really? And I mean, it makes sense on why, uh, GM, I understand why the Mustang actually outsell the Camaro, because, the, uh, for some of the mono trim levels for the Camaros, they just looked so terrible, especially, if the, uh, eco boost four-bang Camaro looked like Complete crap. Looked like the Honda Accord and uh, Mustang had sex. And that's what came out. They got. But uh, some of the SS's are nice. At least for some of the RS models. They actually put a V8 in it. Mm. And they actually have a LT1 model for it. Which basically looks like a base model. But with a big V8 in it. And they sound absolutely beautiful. And the SS wow. Camaros just look great. I mean, it just depends on the specs of it and how it actually looks from the outside. And, um, yeah, I'm, but, oh well. They're just going to repeat what happened in 2002. They're going to take away the Camaro for... 10 years or so. And then... 2040, they're probably gonna bring it back because popular demands.
1: yeah, they're so wishy-washy. I'm like, Dodge just hasn't changed your budget in the last 11 years. And then... Jim GM always threatens, and then...
0: At least... I'm like, you guys should have just kept the same body line from the 2015... Because I think from the 2010 model to the 2013 model, they look good. Because they kind of had that retro. The front end kind of looked like the classic 69 Camaro. A little bit, which I liked. And then the 14.
1: And then to... they, whatever they did with the back was out in left field.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like the looks of the 14-15 actually better than the 10, 13 uh, body stock because they just have that more aggressive front-end look to them.
1: Yeah, and they're not as...
0: Especially when you get into the SS models, of course, the SS and the Z28s and the Z1s have that aggressive look from the uh, base model RS and the regular base model Camaros and stuff like that. And, uh, they should have just kept the original look to the car. If they just did that and see what the public liked, they should have just kept it. You see, that's what I think Dodge has over GM. Because, first off, they're keeping the V8s. Yeah, and the But, at least the new Camaros you can get the manual as an option.
1: No, Dodge has never changed.
0: But, uh the only car that's still they're keeping it automatic is the Corvette, sadly. Which is a dang shame because I'm starting to get with those, the mid-engine Corvette. Oh, oh wow. I'm losing words. First time speaking. But, uh...
1: You're at a loss um, for words of how stupid GM is right now.
0: Yeah, but... Overall, but like, with the... Like, with the, um... 2020 Corvette like it's on and off feeling makes feelings about those cars for me because I see ones that I'm like eh, I don't like that how can someone spend $70,000 on this car it's just boring to look at and then there's other ones that came come in and I'm like oh that's beautiful I wish I had $90,000 waste on a car but uh The thing is with them, like, we're seeing truckloads of them coming in, probably five, four, maybe a month. Once in every couple weeks, maybe a month. And I'm like, really? People are spending all this money on a mid-engine Corvette? I'm like, I'll just stick with the uh, C7 ZR1 Corvette that's pushing 755 horsepower and 715 pounds feet of torque which I can still get in the 7-speed manual transmission because they still offer that for that car. And let me tell you, the C7s actually look like I once to go as far as look like a Corvette. But when you see a C7, you you think, "Oh, Corvette it looks like a Corvette. It screams Corvette." But when you see a C8 Corvette, you're like, oh, look at that Ferrari. Dude, no, that's not a Ferrari, that's a, a Corvette. You can see the checker flag and the uh bow tie symbol. i
1: are like, "Oh, no. No, nah.
0: <clears throat> nah, that's a Ferrari." Uh, and then you look at him like, "Oh shit. You're right, dude. That's a, a Corvette." Yeah. I mean, what what is it with the American-made cars that are trying so hard to copy the looks of a Ferrari? Because Ford did that back in uh, 17 with the 17 GTs and the turbocharged V6 automatic. I believe they were 8-speed automatic. But the front end just screamed uh, Ferrari and the back end just screamed those like the pigs from Angry Birds. Like with the (laughs) taillights and stuff like that. Ridiculous. And uh, if we had a screen, I would have brought up a picture and showed you guys what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's just hideous. Because when they first came out, I remember people made memes of the back end with the Angry Birds bigs. Comparing it to the GT's taillights. I'm like, well, you guys are genius. Too. I'm like, you guys are freaking geniuses if doing that. And uh I think it's about time to uh switch over to Mike's Sports Shorts,
1: if he's up to it. Yeah. So we'll be back after this. These res- short commercial breaks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Alright, welcome to Mike's Sports shirts. Uh the first shorts. <laughs> uh, got him okay, just like you just on Tuesdays <laughs> uh-huh. don't have to
0: be stupid somewhere else not until 4
2: <laughs> alright the uh MLB Oswald game is going to Colorado which is just yeah
1: pothead city take me <laughs> down to the pothead city where we're losers and <laughs> or
2: Okay. Pretty much. It's going to the uh, Colorado's uh, Coach Field um, after it being cancelled for being pr- be placed at uh, Atlanta. Um, Take me the pod, City. Next thing I want to talk about is the uh, NCWAU basketball. The um, women
1: in the, in the women's. Sports, and they're comparing it to LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: pay cut. Yeah. Well, like, the um, Final Four, uh, only 0. .0002% of people actually got right for the brackets. Out of 14.7 uh, million people actually got it right. Yeah, and... Um, so the final, the actual championship was, uh, two days ago between, uh, Baylor and Gun, um, Saga. Don't even know how to pronounce that, hmm. but it was, uh, Baylor coming out, out on top 86 to 70. Um, yeah. And their baseball and everything else. Yeah. come out of nowhere. <laughs> then NASCAR. When they had the uh, Bristol race a couple yeah. of weeks ago. oh boy. The dirt race, uh, yeah. Joe, Joe Rugano actually won that race. Yeah, with well, yep. no dirt
1: experience.
0: We were, actually, we were actually listening to it on the radio at work when I was back there.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> Ran on Monday because they're afraid to get dirty. Yeah. And a couple of the crew guys, they're blowing each other off with hoses because it's so muddy. Yeah.
0: And then Chase LA came in, like, what, ninth?
2: Yeah, something like that. Larson
1: wrecked, and his head was hung low. I know many people that were out the race, and they saw him walking back to his motorhome after the race, and his head was hung low because he was expected to win. Yeah. If anything this year, that was going to be it.
2: And look what happened. The and he wrecked of...
1: in the truck race.
2: Yeah. Uh, so actually doing the uh, dirt race again next yep, year. Yep. that was Which is. Which is gonna be interesting because I know that they had a good bit of issues. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there for the sprint cars in two weeks, so I'll see how this crap fest is firsthand.
2: Yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be. What's the new
1: car? They wanted to kill off this current car, but you know now they want to run with the new car. Which you know, whatever. Yeah. You want to destroy that new prototype? Be my friggin' guess, I guess. But it was also breaking news. Late breaking news is Camaro. Our Chevy has announced that Camaro will be joining again for next year. Yeah. Despite them like offing themselves. <laughs> Pretty so, much. Well, I guess there's some inspiration.
2: Yeah. So uh how about that? Modern Tricks Jr. He became the uh, 19th driver to uh, lead 10,000 laps. And
1: another guy that has zero dirt experience. You don't know how upset I was. <laughs> See, both of them win. People yeah. with no ever dirt experience win in that race. <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that that's pretty awesome, though. Being the 19th driver Yeah. to lead 10,000 laps, that's pretty awesome. Uh, there, there was something else. What was it? NASCAR news? Yeah. Oh right, here it is. Uh at uh Martinsville Speedway they were testing out a new uh yeah. prototype tire.
1: Yeah, rain tire, huh? Yeah. And that's gonna be for when it
2: when there's you know, damn weather had short tracks. Yeah, 'cause they don't wanna do it in a
1: high speed track because oh man.
2: That'd be uh We couldn't handle that. No. Yeah. Or put dirt on Talladega <laughs> at night. Oh, that'd be that'd be awesome to see Tadadega at night with dirt. That'd
1: be like twenty five point seven million dollars.
2: Yeah, or more. But it's That's money hard. that they don't. don't. expand like
1: are It'd probably cost over a couple billion dollars to do lighting and dirt.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure they would get a good bit of money out of it though. No, My yeah, with fans. And making money off COVID. <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
1: they're so now part of that private sector.
2: Yeah. And, then, and uh, we got old Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Yeah. It turns out he was uh, speeding, then and then he flipped his car, and that's how he got injured, speeding home from that
1: late night cheating side <laughs> piece.
2: Yep. Which one though? Yeah. That's <laughs> the question. One, two, or
1: three.
2: Mm. <laughs> thing one, thing two, thing three. <laughs> Alright, uh, and now, in the stands for the NHL, Colorado Avalanches is, is number one. And, look at that, Buffalo's still last with only under ten wins. They only have nine. Out of, uh...
1: Buffalo. Out
2: of 38 games they played, they only won nine. That's, uh... That's sad. That that's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty eight games played and only won a nine.
1: Uh, and there's only two
0: teams. Yeah. That, that um, yeah. yeah. Back to uh, Tiger Ward's. He was driving over eighty miles per hour in a forty five mile per hour zone.
2: Uh, uh, roll. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have a feeling he won't get ticketed for that. Because why would he get ticketed? Yeah, that's stupid. racist.
0: Yeah, anyway um Jimmy
1: Johnson's
0: says the uh, now I'm getting this source from ABC News
1: <laughs> so probably well <laughs> we sourced them earlier yeah because they proved the themselves wrong
0: best source out there but um according to them the car was mirroring at 75 miles per hour when he struck a tree oh Oh, nice. And Road. Like,
2: road, baby, Road.
0: And doggies rolling. Road
2: roll tied. <laughs> He's on oh, the roll.
1: But <laughs> that's what... Yeah. But, um, so we got some MLB slash election fraud tie-ins, I guess. So what, Biden
0: loves minors? <laughs>
1: uh, that's
2: BLM.
0: BLM, yeah, okay. Ooh, MLB. I... I heard that wrong. My bad.
2: Uh, boy. All right. Yeah. So looking at Fox News with this uh, Colorado photo numbers, uh, being similar to Georgia's despite decision to move Major League Baseball all star game. Uh, says here uh, MLB announced they were moving the 2021 All-Star Game out of Georgia in protest of the state's new photo numbers. And it now is probably headed to Colorado, which has some some moves that are similar, if not more restrictive. Um, Georgia has 17 days of in-person voting, including two optional Sundays. Colorado has 15. Um, so what I'm being told, they also have a photo ID requirement. So it doesn't take a whole lot of sense. Does make a whole lot of sense to me? Says the. Republican governor. Yeah. Maryland.
1: Of Colorado?
2: Yeah. Uh, kind of looks like it.
1: it Republican governor of the most, one of the most liberal states of the union. That's... Yeah. We know. If that's true, then we know who's right now.
2: Yeah. It doesn't really say which governor it says. It just says the Republican, Republican governor. Yeah. That's pretty much... And that and the
1: MLB is making things political once again. Yeah. And why? That was uh, one sport everyone looked to, including Dad Trip. But now it's turned into a liberal cesspool, just like the NFL has. Making merits of where their game's going to be based out of, based off of where the voting laws are into effect. Oh, that's smart. That's how you retain your fan base. Yeah. Making things political. Huh.
0: Just yeah. leave politics out of sports and stuff like that.
2: Oh, definitely.
0: Keep politics in the news. Nowhere else. That's what I say. But hey. They can't do that. But. What do I know? I'm just a stupid
1: civilian that knows nothing. Yeah. That's what they want you to be. That's your goal. Yeah, that's like the, ult- that's the ultimatum is if they can control how you think, you know. We got a video on the so-called... No, no. Tiger Woods ovens. Oh, I, thought I got excited woods. there for a second. <laughs> we may have... Tiger Woods
2: co-crash.
1: It'd be great if we could pull up some sort of... Please go
0: ahead. Good morning and
1: thank you for joining us today. I am not Alex Villanueva. Uh, my name is John Satterfield. I'm the captain of Sheriff's Information Bureau. And today our order of speakers will be... Sheriff of Los Angeles
0: County, Alex Vina Weba, and the captain of Lamita Sheriff Station, James Powers. After they speak, uh, we'll open it up for some questions. And then the, after all of that, the sheriff will transition to Spanish.
1: It's oh, it my honor to on. introduce Sheriff of Los Angeles County, Alex.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is a 12 minute figure, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: You guys get the point, you know, it's... He'll get away, so... Yeah. That is what it is. But, um... Well... I thought we may have had something there. But... The gist of the story is... When you're a celebrity, you can basically get away and do whatever you want.
2: Because they have money. Yeah, exactly. They have money. So why won't they get away?
1: Pay that fine right off? Pay the judge off?
2: Yeah.
1: You name it, man. Um, So it looks like that'll do it for Mike's sports shorts this week. Kind of getting up the past couple of weeks that we've been off. Kind of getting caught up on that. Um, But um, we'll be back to wrap up this week's episode. All right, guys, well, that will conclude this week's episode of the Lemon Pepper Gang. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Um We'll be back next week with another episode, Um and it's already mid-April. Well, we will be mid-April by the time next week rolls around, so it might be time for um, the columbine special debunking some of those myths but um, needless to say don't live in fear don't let anyone tell you what to do and as always you're entitled to our Our opinions. opinions so we will be back next week and we'll see you guys in the next one